Welcome to the Boat Podcast. My name is Olua Tosin. On today's episode, I will talk about the book Purple Ibiscus. It was written by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. And the first time I read this book was when I was in senior secondary school. It was one of the books that was recommended for a literature in English, uh, it's a subject that I took when I was in senior secondary school, and I found it very interesting. The book was published by Farafina Books in 2006, and it's the first novel that was written by the author. And this book has won many international prizes for writing, so many of it. And this story, the story was set in the 1980s. Is the story of a young girl called Kambili who wanted to please her father by all means. All she wanted to do was just to make sure that her father really loved her. Her father is Ugeni and is a respected man in the society. Everybody loved him. He owns factories, you know, he has a newspaper called Standard Newspaper. But the most important thing to this man, despite his riches and everything that he has, is that he's a strong Catholic. He believes that things should be done in a certain way. And if things are not done in that way, then you are doomed for hellfire. He doesn't believe that the person is probably redeemable or anything. He was always used as an example during sermons because of his pious life he was used as a standard to people so when the priest is preaching all they was all the british priest will say is that oh look at brother ugene look at the way he lives his life look at everything he made him a standard for everybody in the church and this is also because he always gives to the church he gives to the widows he gives to the motherless he gives to everybody that needs money in the church so his life was made a standard for every other person and even though this man is evil he does not practice the tradition itself that's the evil tradition because he believes that it is a bad tradition and it's contrary to his catholic beliefs and whatever it is that they used to do in his tradition he does not participate in it even though he's a chief is a chief in his village he was given a chieftaincy title he doesn't believe that things should be done in the tradition of the Igbos, and he believes that things should be done in the catholic way he did it to the extent that he treated his father in a very bad way he doesn't visit his father he gives his father very little money and even though he allows his own children to visit his father he tells them not to spend more than 15 minutes with the man and he instructs them not to eat anything in the man's house so the man got used to it and even though people spoke to him he had a fight with his sister about it he still believes that no this is the way things should be done and looking at it from another perspective he believes that he's a good man because he gave his children the best in life and he expects nothing absolutely nothing in return from his children except perfection he wants them to be perfect in their school he wants them to come first there was even a time that Kambili did not come first she came second and he took her to the school showed her asked for the person that um, got the first position and said oh this person that got first position does she have two heads she said no so why can't you also get first position that was how he behaved he wanted his children to be perfect and he always recommends i mean comments them whenever they do things the right way and 
perhaps if his children should go contrary to what he says he beats them he pours hot water on them he even beats his wife but even with all these things his wife never said anything she said that oh she cannot leave her husband because she appreciated the fact that the man stayed with her despite the fact that people said he should marry another woman because she only had two children so she respects her husband even though this man there was a time the man beat her to a point where she lost her pregnancy and she was bleeding and this woman still stayed in that marriage he believes that this are the way things should be done and all the things he does to his children maybe pours out water on them beats them to the point where they get into coma he believes that he's doing it because he loves them and he does not want them to go to hell that is his own belief but you see there was a point in the book where there was a twist and that happened when the two children that's Kambili and Jaja they went to Onsuka for the first time they went to visit their auntie Ifoma auntie Ifoma is um, a, a, the, their father's sister so she was a lecturer in Onsuka and they went to visit her actually they went with a disguise that they wanted to do some other things but then when they got there even though auntie former is not as rich as their father she loves her children she was loving she gave them freedom she allowed them to do anything they wanted you know so the children saw life in another perspective they saw things from another way their character changed they became more opened and they they talked more they even met with another catholic priest who was very free with youth who usually encourages them and this catholic priest uh, Kambili eventually fell in love with him but then he had to let her realize that see i'm a priest and i cannot get married and all that the auntie usually sets high standards for children and that's because she believes that they could scale through and they eventually did scale through but on the contrary jaja and kambili needed to scale through the high fences because they had no choice and because they were terrified that if they did not scale through these fences their father will beat them and will beat them to stupor that was how bad it was and another thing with this story is that it was set during the military era and it showed us how the military men at that time how they treated civilians how they treated even journalists because like i said uh, their father had a, a the standard newspaper it was the owner of the standard newspaper so he had a very renowned journalist that worked with him adekoka he was locked up twice by soldiers and also when he was locked up the third time he was killed with a letter bomb and it was done by the military you know they they treated people anyhow during that time because they felt well they were the ones in power there was also a time that they took dead rats to the factory of um Ugueni. they took dead rats there and then they claimed that they saw dead rats there which were poisonous to what they were producing because they were producing edible food like drinks and biscuit that was what they were producing there and also there was also there was the issue of strikes and riots by students in Unsuka. we saw that from another perspective because the writer was able to show us so many things that happened there there was riots there was strike 
uh, there was a time that some people came into Auntie Ifoma's house and they ransacked her, claiming that she sponsored the riots and everything. Eventually, she was sacked because she spoke out for the truth. Generally, I feel that this book was well written, even though it was written in the 1980s. It took us back to that time. And for anyone that was not born that time in Nigeria, you get to understand what really happened there. You know, and eventually, I feel that Chimamanda Ngozi, she did a great job with a captivating way of writing. And once you pick this book, it's a book that you don't want to drop until you find out what happened in the end and i really enjoyed reading it even though this is not my first time of reading i read it like i said i read it when i was in senior secondary school it is really interesting i also encourage you to read thank you so much for listening to my podcast if you enjoyed listening to this podcast you can support me at shukran.com the link is in the description box till the next time i see you bye for now